You're listening to the Sower's Almanac, the church planting podcast of Ransom City Church. For more media content, visit ransomcitychurch.org. Welcome back to the Sower's Almanac. I'm Seth. I'm Chris. I'm Greg. And we're back. We're back with another episode. Um, we, uh, we are still going. We are still a podcast. I promise we will have more for you guys soon. Um, we are still a church yeah (laughs) we're we're still alive but importantly essentially just don't subscribe we we didn't forget or or don't don't unsubscribe oh my gosh (laughs) that's the wrong word don't 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 unsubscribe we do still exist we'll have more coming and we'll talk about it more in in future episodes essentially just don't worry about subscribing (laughs) you're regular and we uh, can all you know you guys see a sinking ship you know, acknowledge one when you see one so you can jump off. No, don't do that. Um, we're going to keep putting out episodes. Um, so we'll have more for you guys soon. Uh, yeah, we'll, we, we mostly just wanted to talk about kind of what's going on with Ransom City and just in the world of our world of church planting yeah. right now. Um, yeah, so I, well, I, I go think ahead. I was going to say, before we hit record, Seth, you were talking about someone was kind of asking you, like, how do you know... What advice do you have? How do you kind of keep going? Um, you were kind of sharing some of that. I think that was helpful. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had a few of these conversations recently with other kind of fellow church planters. Um, there were really two things that stuck out to me, just because we're six years in after kind of our official launch um, to planting. and we've, we've lived in the area about seven, um, so about seven since we started doing anything. Um Ransom City related, but the the two things I said in in kind of similar conversations. The one was um, essentially planting with like the long haul in mind, and not not just thinking about the immediate. And especially especially for us, we live in an area. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but we live in an area where a lot of people move in and out of town all the time. It's pretty transient. Mm-hmm. Um, so f- especially for us, it would be foolish, for example, to look at the current like okay what's our current roster of people um what's our current budget in relation to that roster of people and then act as if that's always going to be the case right yeah and and move into a space we can't afford and operate in a way (laughs) that's just not realistic for the context that we're in yeah like that just isn't the wisest thing now everybody's context is different but for us that's what planting for the long haul looks like is like okay let's one of the things i said in that conversation was when you're looking at things like spaces, uh, but this is also applied to systems for serving and things like that, like not just thinking about where are we at right now, but what happens if, you know, you have, like for us, what happens if like 10 people move? Mm-hmm. We just had nine people move. That's like a real thing. Um, where where does that put us? Where does that put us budgetarily? Where does that put us? I don't know if that's a word or not, but you know what I mean. Uh, where does that put us as far as budget is concerned? Where does that put us as far as serving um, are we set up in such a way that we can absorb that? Yeah. Which, and I think just to give you guys some context too, like if your church is like a thousand people or like 700 people or something right. like that, and you're like, oh, you lost nine people, like nothing should change. <laughs> um, obviously we're talking more from the perspective of a smaller church, yeah. um, and a younger church plant. And so like for us, that's you know that's a that's a decent percentage of our people. Right. We were around fifty when that happened, right? So take. you know, so if you lose one fifth of your congregation, yeah. it's 
kind of that same mindset. So even if you had a thousand people, you know, losing one fifth of them would be like a huge hit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So for us, that's what it was. Yeah. So it essentially, like, I think it's easy to to just look at the immediate, but I think setting as best you can setting yourself up for long term, including people moving away, including mm-hmm. you know just just natural turnover sort of thing. But yeah, that that's one of the bits of advice I would give is setting planting in a way that you're planting for the long haul and not just the short term, not kind of a flash in the pan mentality, but a, a marathon, not a sprint mentality. Yeah. And I mean, it's financially wise too to be under spending, you know, not right. just if people leave, but also that, you know, you're able to save and, you know, rates on things usually go up over time, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's not dramatic. Uh, but we've had times in the past when we were meeting at a hotel and they came under new ownership and the owners basically tripled the rate and said, <laughs> yeah. you got to pay this. I think it was nearly leave. quadrupled. Yeah, yeah, it was, almost, crazy, yeah it was almost four times, I think. And, and we've talked about that in the past. But um, yeah, but you yeah. definitely want a lot of headroom um, as far as budget of like, not only can we afford this now, but how well could we afford it if 20% of our people <laughs> went missing? Right. I mean, or one budget encouraging, doubles or, you know. yeah, yeah. One encouraging thing that we've seen though um just on average as far as uh our history as a church is when we see so many people leave we eventually see them be replaced Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not immediate sometimes it's not in full you know that's gonna um kind of ebb and flow as far as the numbers of people um but eventually we have been seeing a revolving door effect of like it it hurts and it feels like a big hit when Mm -hmm. we see you know maybe a a couple a couple families um move away in the course of a few months but then we will see you know in addition to regular visitors we've uh, just seen new people move to town and and that's that's the nature of it that's the upside is yeah people start in school people graduate and found a job here um, that happens almost as often as people finding a job elsewhere. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's just kind of a, a perseverance thing. But um, a lot of um, kind of what we were thinking about as far as just keep going, like as simple as, as that sounds, um, basically I look back and, and can't believe that we've been doing this for almost seven years. Yeah. Almost seven years as a church now. Yeah. And there hasn't been a whole lot of like, what's your like long-term strategy and like different tiers of sustainability? It's been like, just keep going. Yeah. Just, <laughs> right. just whatever happens, it. just yeah. keep doing it. And yeah. I've said this sustainable um, for you guys as a church. Yeah. And we've, we've found that. Um, we've given this advice to other church planters as well, like just in conversations encouraging each other, which is essentially like, just don't quit and then uh, you won't quit, will you? Like, as simple as it, like, just keep going and yeah. don't give up. Um, again, as far as it depends on you, obviously there's situations where providentially, right, providentially, um, churches close and you move on to yeah. ministry somewhere else. And, but... and we've seen that just since being here. I mean, we've, Obviously, um, we came here uh, in part because there were so many quote unquote churches, but so few biblical churches. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen some of them um, shudder 
um, since we've been here and we've seen, I mean, think of the number of just like businesses that we've seen come it's and go crazy. since yeah. we've been here. Um, obviously we've, uh, seen, uh, prominent influential figures leave the faith and that'll right. be something we get more into in a future episode. Um, but really the secret has just been to keep going. Right. Yeah. Um, and when we, when we first started, I remember, you know, at a couple of points kind of getting some, um, discouraging, uh, counsel or, um, correspondence as if you will. Um, I remember one question of like, well, if this doesn't like say this doesn't work out, what would you guys want to do? And we're like, well, the it thing is, is like it is working out. <laughs> right. We're doing it right now. And this is and it's what like, we well, do. well, right, but what if it just like didn't? It what if this doesn't work out? Rather, yeah. we're like it, like it already has, and yeah. it's going to continue to work out yeah, to right. the level that the Lord wills. Right, as long as we well, keep and, doing and, it. And, and, and at that point, we had like fewer people, and it's like that's still working out. We were right. still a successful church plan. Yeah, well, we still, still are. Yeah, and two points of clarification. One, I just wanted to clarify, we lost like nine people, but not for anything bad, really. No, people like, just moved. Like, I just, it was almost all students or... Yeah, it was just like, like people getting jobs. Job or, related. You know, yeah. yeah, I just... We don't have to spend a bunch of time on it, but I did want to just... Well, like, and, we didn't have like a church split or anything. No, and even um, with that, like... Every time we have eventually replaced those people, right, and then some. Right, like we've right. kind of talked about that from the beginning, but, but there's always been progress. It's just you the, know, it takes uh, time. The other point of clarification I wanted to make was just that when we're talking about like don't give up, just keep going. You know, on, on the one hand, it's like obviously if there's biblical disqualification for leadership, yes, we're not talking about just that. push through, yeah, just, just power push through, through the and it doesn't matter. You know, like no, church. obviously, or, like you're done, right. you should stop. Um, yeah. If the Lord through various circumstances and counsel or whatever makes it clear it's it's time to shut down and move on that's different that's different Mm -hmm. but what i would say is pretty much anything else is not a reason to quit like don't let worldly reasons be the reason you give up because like you know how many people are there or how fast you're growing those are not questions that I, i mean they don't sound biblical to me like those sound like how you'd run a business or how you'd make business decisions. And obviously there's not, it's not like unwise to ask some of those questions, but I think that if, if it's like, Oh, we've been like, say you're a new church plant and you're at, you know, 20, 30 people. If you're like, Oh, it's been like a year or two and we haven't grown much past 30. It's like, okay, well keep going. That's like, right. Fine. Keep going. That's fine. Continue to love the 30 people you have. have right. Like, yeah. are you being faithful with, with what God has given you? Don't get, I mean, don't covet what God has not given you. Don't be dissatisfied mm-hmm. with your lot in life. Just be faithful with what you have. And when you're faithful over little, God will make you faithful over much. So yeah. that I just wanted to kind of clarify right. and encourage. Maybe there's someone listening who's like, man, I am a part of a small church that hasn't grown in a little while. Should we just give up because it's not growing or it hasn't grown the way we thought it would? It's like, There's I don't know. Quickly... Is that a biblical filter right. to think right. through? Right. And, no. and, yeah. and I mean, on one hand, it's like, when you look at the reasons that we came here to be a light in a dark city that we knew the soil was very tough and um you know we've seen it be harder in ways that we didn't foresee it's like what did we expect like 
the church was not going to explode the second we got here. We knew this would be a very hard, long process. Long road, yeah. And the people who are plugged in are overjoyed that there is a biblical faithful option in the city for them well and some people drive from pretty far away because we are like i mean one of the very few options yeah we're not trying to be like oh there's no other faithful churches around because that's not true but there are but there's very few but there's very few and like we we like to joke that if we're what you're looking for we are exactly what you're looking for (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, but if we're not pretty accurate what you're looking for like you're probably not we're pretty far from (laughs) from Um, uh from yeah yeah, but um, in in that sense, I mean, mission accomplished. Right. Like, this well, is exactly why we came here. Yeah, and, exactly. and I remember, Seth, like even when we uh, first came here, you were just kind of meeting with some different local pastors. And, and I remember the uh, one uh, one church, you kind of got the sentiment like, well, we'll see if you're still around in five years. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> well, we are. Yeah, here we are. And yeah. we're thriving in the sense that, in a few senses, I mean, that our, our people are uh, growing in maturity. Definitely. Um, people who are not, um, some of them aren't with us as a church, and that's good. It's painful and it hurts, but we've grown as a church um, just in, in biblical um and spiritual maturity mm-hmm. in that way. And um, our people love what we're doing here and, and we get good feedback from them. So this yeah, is no, we're exactly, doing the thing. We, we yeah. planted a church. We did, we did it. We now it's just keep going mm-hmm. and we keep just growing. And it's just an Excel still more thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it is. But like, I, it's, what like I was a, it's almost like a sanctification thing. It's just, yeah. well, no, exa- keep that's going. exactly. It's an just analogy. repent yeah. daily. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, again, as simple as it is, it's like, yeah, I mean, if you're still here in five years, you'll still be here in five years, huh? Like, I mean, that really, again, <laughs> we talked about some of, the, anywhere. some of the exceptions of like, we're not talking about those things, but we are talking about, you know, it, like, like you'd given the example, Chris, of like, you know, we've been doing this for a number of years, you know, the hypothetical, say we've been doing this for a number of years and man, we're still small, like you're doing the thing. Yeah. You know, that's okay. Right. Um, it, so I, in those moments, even, I think it's a have an honest minute of self-examination and keep doing this. Keep having a process where you're looking at going, okay, how, how many things do we need to work on? Like how much of this is, is systems and, and we could be doing better on yeah. mission and things have like that. Have an open hand with it. Do that. Yeah, um, sure. you know, hold the mirror up of the word and be honest about what you see and work on what you need to work on. But for instance, like it is, I think we have to be in a point like, and this is something I feel like the Lord's worked on in me over the last six years. I think we have to be at a point where we basically go, if this church plant um, is small and it just continues to be well into the future, am I okay with that? Mm-hmm. And the answer should be yes. Right. You know, we should have a godly discontent in the sense of we want to continue to like want to see, more see people it grow. Saved right, because right, right. we want to impact more people with the gospel. But yeah. like, if... God's sovereign plan, if God's sovereign will is for us to be a small church, am I okay with that? Forever. And I think we should be. Yeah. Um, because that's okay. You're like, can you be a biblically faithful church and be small? Yes and amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not doing the thing. So, like, again, I think a self-examination is good, but I wouldn't look at, going back to what we were saying, I wouldn't look at that and the road being long and, and hard and, and, you know, just being a smaller church for, you know, some years as being a, we're not doing the thing. We should give up. So you're you know? saying that 
the way to life is narrow and hard and few find it? Is that that's that rings a bell? I feel like somebody I don't know said if that. That sounds right. <laughs> it's almost like it should be wide and easy and lots of. You should write there. that down. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But it does sound familiar though. No, but I yeah, mean, seriously. I mean, like what we're saying, I hope is is biblical and also encouraging in that, like, I, I think I would assume our audience has maybe a similar experience to ours and that like you are a young church plant or you are a smaller church mm -hmm. and you know when we go to conferences you know god love them but like we've been to several con conferences where they have a special track for churches under 500 and it's like okay, you know okay like you know how many churches are church, that the average yeah, church size in america is 70 people that's the average yeah. and yeah. so it's like it's not like i you know they're not trying to be insulting or whatever but i do think it comes from a place of ignorance of when you're running conferences, I don't know if you're necessarily That's realizing you're, most of you're kind of missing. That, that should be pretty much everybody. Yeah, That's, right. Yeah, I That's mean, right. The, the church is over 500 are the exception, and not right. The that rule. should be an exception of like, man, right. how do you handle all this that God has given? And again, you? God bless you. We're not yeah, right. going after you. It's no. just not the normative. We're and, not coveting yeah. that at all. And it, going along with this too, it's not just necessarily to success either. Well, right. well, exactly right. You can have a church over 500 and it not be a healthy church at all. Like that's not yeah. a metric yeah. in and of See itself. See Joel Osteen. Yeah. Right. Oh, the largest exactly. church in America. There's plenty of examples. We were all thinking it. Really, even a church. Yeah. So. And it kind of going along with some of the exceptions too. It's like okay, if you're if for instance you're you've planted and it's been years and years and you have little to no fruit, um, that's a different conversation of like okay. Maybe we should, ex again, the self-examination questions of maybe that just means it's time to move on and do ministries elsewhere. Well, yeah, Jesus and that's not said, even shake the dust off your feet, right. go to another town if they won't have you. Right. But if you've got some people that will have you, like say you do have right. 20, 30, 40 people, I think you've got a church as long yes. as you're doing it faithfully. Oh, yeah. and, and they faithfully. are bearing spiritual fruit. Right, they're bearing they fruit, are. people are growing, the gospel's right. being preached, baptisms are happening, communion is happening. Mm -hmm. You've got a church. I mean, We are functioning um, as a church. Yeah, I mean, um, Jesus, honestly, Jesus had 12 apostles, and by the time he died, there was 120 followers. Mm -hmm. That, like, but, that's yeah, fine. I mean, right. something, like, right. I mean, something that I've been kind of surprised and encouraged about it's like people uh, at work will ask me, like, oh, how's the church going? And I'm like, you know, we've we've been at it a few years. I'd say we're at, like, between 40 and 50, usually. Mm -hmm. um, and they're like, oh, that's cool. That's good. Mm -hmm. It's like people, yeah. like, have a grid for smaller churches because that right. is most of America. Ironically, I think a lot of people that are outside of the church planting world have more of a realistic view in that sense. Those yeah. are the people that when I yeah. say that, they I go, mean, oh, yeah, cool, great, that's like, awesome. They're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, that's, yeah, and yeah. imagine if, like, you're not a Christian and you just hear that basically someone, in, in their mind, started a small business with seven people and it's grown to 50. They go, oh, that's great. In just a couple great. years, it's like, oh, you guys are doing well. But and I mean, like, but we, yeah. we hear these, like, I mean, the Churches people, under 500. <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah, churches under 500, and you go okay. to these conferences and you hear these amazing success stories of, you know, we started with 15 to 20, and by the Lord's grace, we're at 10,000 within five years or whatever. And it's like, that's just not <laughs> reality for most people. Like, right. cool. Um, Good right for you, you know. Where like, we should be at, and, and this is the thing that I feel like I'm, the Lord keeps working on in me, is just a, again, if this is God's sovereign will, if that we're going to be a church of 50 for the rest of my ministry, sure. then so be it. Yeah. Like, obviously, I want us to continue to grow, but am I okay with that? I should be okay with that. Because as long as we're, again, actually a faithful church bearing spiritual fruit, 
doing the thing, yeah, the Lord, then that's okay that we're small. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away, right. and blessed be the name of the Lord. We shouldn't right. have any other expectation yeah. besides yeah. being faithful with what we're given. Right. 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 I've said to people before, um, and this again kind of just developed over time, but like the way I think about it, and I've said, said this to people, is essentially like as long as God keeps giving me people to pastor here, this is where I'm going to be. Like, yeah, that's I my long term long term plan. I mean, as long really, as there's people here to pastor, this is where I'm, I'm going to be. I've just been encouraged um, at, with uh, God's faithfulness through this process because sometimes I look back. And I'm like, really? Like, that? there's no secret thing I did. Like, all I had to do the whole time was keep doing and keep discerning your will through your word and just keep going and not mm-hmm. stop. And I mean, even uh, when we get to points, to bumps in the road that mm-hmm. are really hard, and we've experienced a few of them in yeah. this last year of, like, church discipline cases um just you know people that we know going through rough times um yeah yeah some some really hard stuff and as discouraging as it is and um as righteously angry and sinfully angry as we all are sometimes it's like one thing that i have to constantly remind myself and think about is like most of the people in our church are people that i would not know if we weren't all doing this together oh yeah and most of those people have no idea what's going on that's making us so frustrated or discouraged or disheartened or or whatever as we gotta show are sometimes so our job is is pastors is to feel those tough situations Mm -hmm. sure but to love and serve all those people you know the 30 people who show up on a sunday who have no idea they they don't know right. the hard stuff that right. we're dealing with. So if we show up and we're just trolls because we're right. mad at those people <laughs> right. or their sin, it's right. not it's not serving or, or loving the people who are here and they just want to Which is good, easy to do by the way. Biblically faithful place to, to worship. Right. Mm-hmm. So we show up for those people. And it's yeah. kind of a nice it's kind of a nice out for me to say, like, don't worry about what that guy's doing. Don't worry about right. whatever. No. Let's just praise the Lord together. It's and, been good to remind and, each and other. And show up for uh, this family of believers that we have here on a Sunday and praise God for that. But that, yeah, just so you guys hear it, going. confessionally, it's very easy to get in the troll uh, troll mindset when you're, oh, yeah. when you're dealing with frustrating, understandably frustrating, and, you know, like, just sin yeah. and church discipline and dealing yeah. with all those things yeah, from a pastoral perspective it's easy to go down that trail but, but like yeah. here's another thing nobody ever shows up on time yeah. and but you know I've here's been another there, thing so. count your blessings here's right, yeah. another person who came here's another person interested in membership yeah you know right, right. yeah mm-hmm. so i think yeah that's about all we have for now we just wanted to let you guys know that we're still alive and well and you know we're working on some exciting things we'll have more as a church and we're excited to be uh podcasting together again and Mm -hmm. we're trying to get into a more sustainable um process and and routine for that but um, we love you guys and keep uh submitting questions through our website um if you'd like and we'll address those things yeah, so uh, if you do want to hit us with a question, you can go to ransomcitychurch.org. There's a contact tab there. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Sowers Almanac. 
um, and then you know kind of the normal stuff of please like share subscribe mm -hmm. that does help us you know get found and get noticed by other people um, if you did enjoy this or found this encouraging you know don't just end it there but please share it with another maybe church planter or someone in your church that could be encouraged by it um, and then please pray for us as well right yeah I just final thought I, I thought of it earlier and forgot it and it came back um, but a good thing to close on is just the thing I think about and try to kind of coach myself through is when you hit something challenging like get creative before you start thinking about innovation right get creative with okay what do, what do i need to do to to persevere through this what are some things that we could do um, yeah. with mm -hmm. this whatever the obstacle is before you start in your mind wrestling with the temptation of giving up get mm -hmm. creative before you do mm -hmm. that right and how, like, how do we get through this and like we said filter it through like is this a biblical reason to consider giving mm -hmm. up or is this a worldly like i just don't like having to bear my cross You're right it's hard yeah, yeah exactly yeah. All right, well, we love you guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.